Welcome to season four of the Florida Institute for Child Welfare podcast. I am Jessica Price, your host. I'm excited to introduce Dr. Elizabeth Winter, Executive Director of the Selfless Love Foundation. We will hear Dr. Winter talk with several youth who have lived experience and valuable perspectives. They will discuss topics that relate to gaining access and opportunities as youth in our child welfare system. Let's get started. Today, we are discussing Division X Chafee Pandemic Relief Funds. That's a long title, but we're going to break it down for you today. Florida is still implementing the provisions for Chafee for youth and young adults ages 14 through 22. For purposes of this podcast, we're going to focus on the Chafee funding for young people ages 18 to 22, eligible for Florida's independent living programs. I am joined today by Brandy McKay, the Director of Youth Initiatives for Selfless Love Foundation and former Independent Living Transition Services Specialist for the Department of Children and Families. I'm also joined by John Watson, One Voice Impacts Youth Council Specialist and former foster youth. And so I think it would be great if we could start off. And John, tell us a little bit about yourself and about your experience in the foster care system. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Dr. Winner. My name is John Watson. I am a former foster youth from Brevard County, Florida. I spent about five years in the system of care, aged out at age 18. Currently, I am 20 years old, attending the University of Central Florida, pursuing a bachelor's degree in political science. I've been very fortunate to have been working locally with the Brevard Youth Leadership Council, as well as statewide with the Selfless Love Foundation's One Voice Impact Initiative as the Youth Council Specialist. So I'm excited to be able to work with agencies across the state in developing localized independent youth councils in the name of Youth Voice. Thanks, John. And we involved with Selfless Love Powers, One Voice Impact, a Youth Voice Initiative. We really think it's important for youth to speak to other youth. And so when it came to this exciting opportunity that youth are eligible for these funds, and there's a limited period, we were really excited to have you join us. Brady, can you tell us a little bit about the Division X Chafee funds that are available to eligible young adults? And how would you explain this to those young adults who might be listening today or those that know young adults? who might be eligible for these funds? Yes, absolutely. So generally, what listeners should know is that Florida received over 20 million additional federal dollars for youth and young adults affected by the pandemic. And this was to be spent over a specific time period. And I did say additional because Florida already receives funding for independent living transition services. So this is additional federal funding. And so I look at these programs as a systems professional, I look at Division X funds in two different categories for the 18 to 22 year old population. I look at it as additional Chafee assistance and additional Chafee incentive. And remember this group must be eligible for independent living programs or what we often call IL for short. So if listeners aren't sure about IL program eligibility, I'm asking to tune in to our podcast called Aging In to Stay Plugged In. And so hopefully that'll give some insight into IL programs and IL program eligibility. But back to what is additional Chafee assistance and additional Chafee incentive? Well, assistance category are for young adults, again, that 18 to 22 year old population that we're talking about, and they can get reimbursement of certain expenses. So young adults should look back over the time period of April 1, 2020 to September 30, 2021 to see what their expenses were for things like transportation, technology, and other costs associated with living. 
In the incentive category, young adults can receive a payment for being enrolled in school and making academic progress. Young adults can also receive an incentive payment for being employed. Both of these incentives are available through September 2022. So the assistance category are for, again, it's that look back from April 1, 2020 to September 30, 2021. And for the incentives, it's available through September 2022. And so just so I'm clear, Brandy, for those youth that are already involved in Florida's independent living programs, there already was an incentive payment, a stimulus payment, right? And now what you're talking about is there's two additional categories of potential funds. One around assistance, right? Additional chafee assistance, which is really a look back or reimbursement for dollars that were already spent. And then the incentive really, like you said, that is truly an incentive. So you did well, you are making progress in school or are employed, right? And so then those are additional incentives. So that's great. I mean, that's incredible that our youth have access to so many different ways to get dollars. John, from your perspective, how would you explain these two categories to youth that are listening today? For my fellow young adults, what does this mean? So Young adults ages 18 to 22 participating in extended foster care or post-secondary education services and supports, or as we call it, EFC or PES. These are two of our independent living programs in the state of Florida. So if you are eligible or involved in either of those programs, you can be reimbursed to up to $3,000 for things like car repairs, car insurance, gas, rent, utilities, internet, cell phone service, and non-Medicaid-covered medical expenses. So for, again, those young adults who are eligible for or enrolled in PES or EFC, you should pay attention to your bank statements, receipts, and paid bills over the time period of April 1st, 2020 to September 30th, 2021 to be able to provide to your independent living worker for documentation purposes. And for the incentive category, those young adults ages 18 to 22 participating in extended foster care or post-secondary education services and supports are also eligible for a payment for being enrolled in school and making academic progress. They can also receive an incentive payment for being employed. For education specifically, a $500 incentive per semester for fall 2021 and spring 2022 is available. So for the young adults that are enrolled in classes during these semesters, you should provide your college transcripts or high school slash technical school report card to show academic progress. For employment, a one-time $1,000 incentive is available for young adults currently employed. So you should, if you are not already, look for a job opportunity to capitalize on this benefit before it runs out in September of 2022. So a lot of information. <laughs> and so for those listening, right, there's a lot of specifics around here. And I think just as we, you know, sort of pull this together, right, so there's two additional categories. So youth should have already gotten their stimulus check, but there's two additional categories where they can get funding. And again, one is the assistance category, and that can go to a variety of things, John, like you mentioned, you know, car repair, car insurance, right? If you have a car, everyone's got car insurance, cell phone, which is great, right? Everyone's got a cell phone. And then the incentive really is, it's a timing thing, right? So when you're in school, it's a certain period of time, you know, it's it's either this fall or next spring that you can get those incentive dollars and or if you are working. And so, and that's really a 
a, a nice sort of jingle in your pocket. <laughs> so this is great information for our young adult to get, right? That they have the option and working with their IL specialist to go over all this. Because this is, you know, it's hard. I know they're going to hear this podcast, but it's going to be hard to sort of retain all this information. And I think, you know, what's most important is you are potentially eligible for some dollars the federal government granted to all states. And Florida was fortunate to get a nice bulk of funding to ensure that our young adults who struggled during COVID, whether that was struggling in employment or, or being online in school, that they are now able to recoup some of what they may have spent or to have dollars because of what they're doing in school or at work. So that's awesome. So Brandy, what else do you think, you know, what can these young adults do if they think they're eligible, if they need more information? Again, I know this is a lot of information. How would you instruct them if they've heard this podcast and got an idea that there's dollars out there? What would you instruct them to do? Young adults currently in independent living programs or IL programs should contact their caseworker or their IL specialist to make sure that they receive the additional Chafee assistance form and the additional Chafee incentive form. So whereas it may not sometimes seem like an application, these forms will have to be completed. And these forms detail the young adult's specific expenses or incentive type, and it will need a young adult signature as well as the signature of designated staff submitting this paperwork to the people who work in the finance office. So there is a process, and I just wanna make sure that folks are understanding that there is a process. And so if a young adult or a supportive adult that is, is working with youth, former foster youth, is hearing this and is not plugged in or connected to an IL program or child welfare staff member or some special IL specialist, they should follow us on Instagram at One Voice Impact impact with two A's, and go to the link in our bio for Florida's independent living directory. This will give the person inquiring a list of contacts across the state, and they can just, you know, pick up the phone, give them a call, and it is so worth the conversation. Thanks, Brandy. I think that's great information. So as we close out, John, you know, in parting remarks, what might you want to say to, you know, whether it's professionals or supportive adults that surround these youth, right? What would you want to tell them as, as we close out today's podcast? So to the supportive adults and staff members out there, do try to put this in the back of the minds of the young adults that are in a system of care, especially as we have very busy schedules, dealing with school, work, etc. And then for the young adults, definitely start looking through your bank statements and find expenses incurred through that April 2020 to September 2021 time period. Apply for those additional assistance funds as soon as you can and you have those receipts handy. Of course, also ensure that you have employment before September 2022 because, again, you are eligible for that extra thousand if you are employed. So make sure that you hold off on applying until you are employed so that way you'll get a nice bonus if you are interested in having a job and do not have one already. Also, do remember that these $20 million need to be spent by September 2022. So I'm not sure if we mentioned that before, but again, these are a one-time additional funds. So if they're not spent by September 2022, they will go away and they will not come back. We want to ensure that as many eligible young adults can receive these funds as possible. And last but not least, for my peers out there, please also keep in mind that your caseworker or independent living specialists are working very hard to get these funds out to all the young adults who need it. Not only that, but these forms also need to be processed by the finance team at your agency, like Brandy mentioned. Things can get cut off, so please be patient. 
But if you still do have questions, feel free to call us. Well, thank you so much, John and Brandy. I just want to, in summary, because again, I know this is a lot of information and really important information for all the youth and all those that care about youth involved in the foster care system, really important information that there is this one-time only access that you may be eligible for these funds. There's a few things you have to know, and one is there's a process, right, to be able to access these funds. There's some eligibility requirements, and there's a timing factor. So all of these dollars, if you want to get them right, you've got to get in there and get your forms done by September 2022 to be able to access them. And lastly, who is your hero in all this? Your hero is your independent living specialist. And so if you don't know who that is, check out One Voice Impact on our social media get in touch with us. If you're disengaged, we can help you get engaged, but don't miss out on this opportunity. It really is is a once in a lifetime opportunity, I hope. I hope we don't have to go through COVID again, but I think you may be eligible for funds. That's what we want to get across. And we are here to help you get plugged in. And so thank you all for listening. And if for any reason you are struggling to get connected and to get plugged in at your agency, you can always reach out to us at Selfless Love Foundation. I'm going to give you a phone number. Our number is 954-372-7760. And to learn more about One Voice Impact or to get involved in your local youth council, just reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram under One Voice Impact with two A's or email us at info at youthvoicenation.org. Thank you all so much for listening and enjoy that extra cash this year. Take care.